0: Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And it's just so incredible to be with you today. Glory to the Lamb of God. I just want to lift you up today. I first of all I want to thank you for being part of my Worldwide Podcast. It's just been such an incredible experience. Uh, we're going in our deep into our second year, going to what our third year and reaching over 90 countries. And it wouldn't be for your faithfulness of listening and telling other people. Uh, That has really been a great catalyst to this podcast. And so I just want to honor you and thank you for being part of the Coffee in the Cosmos family, as well as wanting the deeper and greater things of Yahweh. You know, um, yesterday I started off with wanting to be, I say I, I felt to be casual. And I feel to be casual again, though it never winded up casual. I'm I'm sitting back here with my coffee. Hopefully you got your coffee because I don't really get to mention coffee that much and Coffee in the Cosmos. Mm. One time reminded me to, to tell you about how I was going to open a company called Billionaire Coffee Company just a few years ago It made me remind me of that uh, when I was drinking this coffee just then. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, dreams don't come to pass so quickly. You ever have a dream? You ever have a desire that you know from God but Oh, God, or maybe one you just just wanted, you know, you know, I I want to get religion out of you. You don't have to have a dream only from God for God to want it to happen for you. Let me go ahead and repeat that again. You don't have to have just a dream from God for God to want it for you. See, we've been taught that we're robots and it's got a thy will be done. If not thy will be done, I'm doing my own will and God won't bless it. I understand the heart behind it because I have that heart. I walk side by side with Elohim, my Father, and I illuminate the very will of Yeshua the Christ, the Lamb of God, the Word that's written, the Word that's expounded, the Word that has become liquid, the Word that has become flesh, the Word that's become fire, the Word that's become the scroll, the Word that's become the testimony, the Word that's become the Spirit abides inside of me and it's my fullness of desire but and I'm still with the Holy Ghost with the governance of the covering of the authority and the will and the power and the presence of the Holy Ghost but he doesn't just want me to be like a robot oh god um the heart condition of it is correct I want to do your will But the thought pattern of my own thoughts are a degradation unto God. My own thoughts are, oh, my will, my thoughts, uh, even my likes and desires. That must be a to God. You know what? You ever wonder and think that maybe God gave you a reason you like the certain things that you like? Maybe maybe it's on purpose that you have made the way you are. Oh, no, brother, it doesn't line up with scripture. Uh, You know, God, uh, he wouldn't want me to, uh, no, You, 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 You trying to line up to some religious hogwash that was sold to you from some propaganda of the lack of revelation of the knowing the Father, so we did the book of uh, rules and regulations, and this is how we're going to be, and this is what's going to be right, and if you think like this, then you're doing it the Christian way. If you don't think like that, then you're not doing it the Christian way, and, um, you know, oh, you, you this has got to be this and for you to be holy. This is got to be that for you to be righteous. This got to be this. Oh, only God's will, only God's will, you know, things ain't working out in your life because but it's just not God's will. Yeah, you know, maybe things not work in your life because you're not putting out the effort to do what God wants you to do because God wants you to do what he put in your heart and what he put in your heart, is that what you're going to delight in? Yes, sometimes He put things in your heart that is painful. Yes, sometimes He put things in your heart that it's like, oh, hey, God, woo, I wish you would have never called me to that one. That's a big one. But on the same hand, there's sometimes he put things in your heart and like, woohee, yippee ki Yeah, why not? Why can't God be the God of the yippee Kaye? Come on, let's think about it. I hear you, Paul. Paul, one of my favorite listeners, I guarantee he's going, yippee-ki-yay, apostle. Yippi-kaye. What? Well, why is it that what God calls us to can't be the yippie yay Why does it gotta be that the world's got the flash and the this and the that and everything seems to be like better? Everything seems to be bigger, and, and they getting all this and doing all that, and and uh and you know us. Oh, well, you know, we're waiting and tarrying until the Lord comes. We're going to make it while we sit on our thumbs. No, (laughs) boy, I'm in rare form today. Spend a lot of time with Yahweh. You'll get in rare form because religion don't fit Yahweh because Yahweh can't be boxing religion. And he's trying to use me to get you out of religion. He called me like a corkscrew. He showed me. He goes, you're a corkscrew that I put into people's hearts and minds. And I kind of messed them up. (laughs) <laughs> I messed them up to make them think a different way. I mess them up so you can get some of that funk called religion that they don't even know there's religion inside of them out of them so that they'll realize that uh, they are the creation that I created and I delighted in that creation. Oh, did you hear what he just said? You are the creation that he created. He delighted in that creation just like you are. Oh, no, you don't understand. I'm not holy enough. I haven't accomplished this enough. I haven't walked with the Father long enough. or I haven't seen what you've seen. Oh, listen. Jesus is the completeness of who you are. Oh, if you could just get that right and understanding that you understand the value of who you are, you can accomplish all that God's put in you. I think one of our biggest downfalls in the world today as a Christian is not believing in our self-worth because we blamed everything on God and God was like, don't they understand I died for them because they're worth so much. I sent my son, I sent the Holy Spirit, I sent the seven spirits, I sent the 24 elders, I sent the Sanhedrin, I sent on and on and on to wrap around them the angelic beings. And I can go on and on with everything God sent for them to recognize who they are. Because who they are is who I am, for I am has made them. They came out of me. They're not a lesser me. They're not a lesser version of me. Though they may walk in the flesh, and the flesh clearly does not act like the Father in most cases. But it doesn't preclude them out of the mind and set in the will and the word of Yahweh, because he delights in you, because he made your mind, he made your body, he made your soul. It's not just about beating, oh, the scripture talks about beating down the body, beating down the soul. It's enmity good God. We must be at war. No, 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 that's not 100%. That's only a few scriptures out of a lot of scriptures that tells you a lot of other things. That also says, love thy neighbor, which I, by the way, love is the number one commandment of God because he doesn't love. He is love. It's beyond comprehension. I remember being going to the heavens and seeing the love of God. It is beyond comprehension. It cannot be kept. Like you can't just say the word love and that just equals what God is or God loves you. That doesn't equal it. He he is love. He's the epitome of it. It's way beyond the imagination. And while he was saying that, he was saying, you have to love yourself so much that you may love others. He said, love others as you love yourself. He's entrusting you that you love yourself. He's entrusting you that you will believe the gift that he gave you. The highest gift he gave you first was you. You. Then He gave you the greatest gift He could give you so you could be the fullness of you, which is His Son, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ. So we step into eternity. We step out of the law of sin and death. We step into the law of life and liberty of Christ Jesus. Now we are under the governance of the bench of three, Yahweh, Yeshua, and the Holy Ghost. And we sit under the angelic canopy of God. We sit in the mountain of the Lord in our mercy seat. And we dwell in heavenly places and legislate from a legislating position of heaven because we know who we are and who he is. For I am persuaded that neither death nor light nor life nor persecution nor things of anything can separate me from the love of God. Therefore, I now can love others and why I'm loving others is because I've loved myself enough to be free to love someone just like they are no pretense it took a long time for that to happen in my life you might say oh why wow, it took you a long time i don't know too many people that know how to love like that maybe marguerite <laughs> uh, i'll tell you right now any M, everyone that knows any if there is an example of yahweh's love in the earth marguerite Reem. that's right the one that owns marguerite's bakery any m to the church to my family to my children to all those that connected to her um, Love's unconditional like I've never seen anyone love unconditional anybody in my whole life since I was a little boy when I first met her when I was 14. That's love. We need to grow in that love. Why? Because you have to love yourself that you may love others. Oh, it's the love of the Father that wants you to be happy, that wants you to know that you have everything you need to accomplish everything that God has for you because everything that God has for you, He wants for you even those things that you want. Even those things let me tell you how I I, break on God for a minute. I won't go in great detail, but I was 18 years old. I was a real estate agent. My dad was in construction. I did construction since I was 10 years old. I hate labor work. Everyone knows that. I'm not shy about what I don't like. I'm not shy about what I like. And um, so I'm not a labor person. Don't like it. If I can pay someone someone to do it, bless them in the name of the Lord. I just don't want to do it. It's just not for me. It's not my cup of tea. But I, I went into a house and it was real estate. And I was going to sell this house. I listed it. It was on Thomas Avenue. Back then it was 307000 So I'm assuming it's in the millions today. Um, and I listed the house. And he had art all over the house. And I fell in love with it. Now, I'm 18 years old. Um, While well, everyone else wanted a sports car, I wanted a Fleetwood Broom Cadillac. This just was my personality. Okay. Um, I... Uh, looked around and I was like, oh my God, look at all this art. And I had no idea what art cost. I had no idea the value of art. I had no idea that most of the value of art is arbitrary, meaning the eye of the beauty of the beholder is really what dictates. If art has a value to you, there's really, think about it. It's just a piece of paper with some ink, right? Or some oil or canvas But it's more than that if you understand art, it's someone that's poured their life and they captured something for eternity in that one moment. (laughs) See, everything's by perspective. And I picked that up at 18 years old and I was captivated by it. And then later on, I looked at my house, I remember someone coming in and says, "Uh, you have too much art in your house. (laughs) Uh, you, 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 I have all kinds of different stuff, you know, like you, you just love it. And the Lord's like, look around, look what I've done. I cared about the simplest thing in your heart. See, it wasn't the will of God. It wasn't like, oh, you will like art. You will like painting. You will like pictures. You'll like drawings, whatever, right? It could be a dollar. It could be a million dollars, whatever. I like it, right? No, no, no. You always saw the intent of my heart and said, I, I want to meet the intent of your heart. Yahweh wants to meet the intent of your heart. That's how much he loves you. Maybe it's fishing. I have a gentleman that goes to my church, Alan. And he impresses me so much in the kingdom of Yahweh and he loves fishing. And and I remember one time, I'll never forget this, and I'm sure I've told it to y'all before because he lives about an hour and a half away. He comes to church on Sunday, he drives all the way. And he was like, oh, I stopped off fishing on the way. I was like so blown away about it. In the old religious age, I would have been like, oh, how could he do that? You know, he stopped to fish. Man, he should be focused on Yahweh. But you know what? I delighted in it, knowing that my father delighted in him whether he caught fish or not, and his passion, because that's how much Yahweh loves Alan. That's so, so how Yahweh loves you. He's excited about your passion. You know what? I'm going a little bit longer today, but I am keep hearing this in my spirit. There's a lot of passionless, life, lifeless people in the body of Christ because they've sold themselves out to an image of religion of Yahweh that over-superseded their passions and felt like they couldn't have any of their passions because they had to be committed to Christ, not knowing that majority of the passions, I'm not saying all of them, and I'm not saying to get too carried away or whatever you take. That up with Holy Ghost, but I am saying that Yahweh is saying that He delights in who you are and the passions of your heart. That that is not a dirty word before God. He made you in His image and put those things inside of you. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I want to let you go. I just don't feel a release. can I just pray for you for a moment? Will you just receive it? The Spirit of God's all over me right now and. Yahweh wants to touch the passions of your heart. And what I see is a reigniting of the passion. And when I saw that, I saw this little diamond pop up in each person's heart. It's like this little diamond, this jewel, this passion pop up in your heart. It does not take away from the passion of Jesus. Listen, maybe you don't know me, maybe you do, but you'll find out there's nothing higher to me than Yeshua, Yahweh, and Holy Ghost. Nothing even lives in that category in my life and never shall be. So when I have a passion, whether like guns or whether art or motorcycles or whatever it is, none of it is in competition. None of it's an idol. None of it is in competition because I've already established who I am in the father because Yahweh, I understand he knows who I am. He knows my love for him and he knows my truest, highest passion is for him, no matter how much passion I have for other things. And there are a few things in life that I have great, 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 passion for. Yahweh is not in competition that he delights in your passion. Father, set your people free from religious thinking, set your people free from not having joy in the things they like in life. I just wanna remove this religiosity. I keep feeling this in my spirit, you know? it's like it's King Cake season right now, right? I'll use it as the last example and then I'll let you go, okay? But it's King kick season right now. When Marguerite, her passion was baking, Jesus himself came to her and gave her this passion. And we're talking Jesus, right? Jesus. You know who Jesus is, right? Master, God, King, Savior, Deliverer. Well, she starts baking cakes at her house. The Lord puts on her heart to make king cakes, and all the religious people of the world are go against her. Oh, you're making a king cake? That's demonic. You're making a king cake, that's for Mardi Gras. Jesus is saying to do it. <laughs> but the religious world is saying that passion you have in your heart is wrong. Now were they fooled? Now she's fat cat, wealthy, prosperous, blessed, and lives and in the glory of Yahweh and is an example of the love of Yahweh. Like I've never seen someone. See what religion will try to do? Try to rob you of your passion. Man, I'm feeling something in the spirit. God, God wants to open up some passions in your life that might have been dormant to let you enjoy life a little better, to have the gift of life inside of you. I speak the gift of life inside of you. Man, the angels of the Lord is just being released off of me and around me right now into your home. The angelic canopy over you. Stop being afraid of your own mind on your own imaginations. If you think you have a problem, just cover your imaginations by the blood covenant. It will clear anything out. Seal it by the Holy Spirit. It will clear everything out. But then don't get religious. Your passion. May not sound spiritual, like a king cake, like a piece of art. It may not seem spiritual, but doesn't mean that Yahweh won't bless it. Uh, my, my son's passion is, is bodybuilding. There's no spirit bodybuilding thing, but it's Yahweh's passion, and he's epitome of physique. If you ever seen my son, incredible body. And lift five, six hundred pounds like it's nothing. Look at Gustav, monster Shrek, <laughs> pick me up like it's nothing, right? That's their passion. They do it with so much passion. And y'all are always all over it. That's why you can't go around judging. Somebody said, don't be going around judging nobody either. Don't be judging. You don't know what you're judging. At least you'll be judging the Son of God. You'll be judging the Son of God because that's who's inside of every person, the Son of God, Yeshua, the Christ, Holy Ghost, and Yahweh himself. Well, once again, this is Sigima I love you so much. I miss you so much. You are so beautiful. Shalom.